Welcome to episode 164 of the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, Monster Energy NASCAR models won't change their outfits. But first, like we do every episode, we're going to give you a fact about me of the day so you can get to know a little bit more about us. Brian, what's your fact about me of the day? Fact slash plug. Fact is... We worked with Blitz Agency years ago um, on a big NASCAR project where we did all this cool visual effects green screen stuff with all the drivers and like we had to do all this crazy um, visual effects, cutting them off the green screen, turn them into little puppets for online. It was a very, very cool job years ago. Um, A. B, I'm going to give myself a plug because I know this is airing before next week. I will be speaking again this year at Social Media Week here in New York, Wednesday, March 1st, and we'll be talking about dead air, what marketers can learn uh, from the decline in sports viewership. And I think that if anyone's going to be in New York at Social Media Week, you should definitely schedule. And if not, you can go online and you can buy the live stream package and check it out. Awesome. My fact about me of the day, this week... Uh, I joined the influencer program for the Virgin Hotel, where for the next few months, I'm going to be working out of their co-working space there. Oh, that's cool. So it was a new initiative for Virgin in Chicago, where essentially they've got their awesome bar on the second floor, and they're bringing together entrepreneurs, creatives, uh, and, and industry leaders to have a shared space and community and I'm going to be helping them spread the good word. And I really dig it because for me, co-working, I've, I've had a long history of it. And I haven't been able to find a spot that gets me because it's very templatized. Mm. If you've been in one co-working space, you've been in all of them because they all look exactly the same. They're just this cookie cutter thing. But then they're like, yeah, but look, we'll make this look kind of nice. And I'm just like, there is no personality whatsoever. And I obviously dig Richard Branson and the Virgin brand. So I love being a part of what they're doing. So shout out to my friends at Virgin Hotel in Chicago. Very cool. Very cool. So bringing us back to today's topic, Monster Energy's NASCAR models won't change the outfits. So what this is, is there is some criticism voiced on social media after last Sunday's clash at Daytona, where people were saying the outfits worn by the Monster Energy models were too risque. And Mitch Covington, Monster's VP of Sports Marketing, said the outfits are a fabric of what the company does at its events Uh, that it sponsors and monster is in the first year of a deal that will pay NASCAR approximately $20 million for a title title sponsorship of its top circuit. And Brian, we need to give a, a caveat at the top of this, that you and I are two dudes with our perspective on this. And we want to tread lightly and be very respectful of everyone on this. We certainly would love to hear from women marketers, what their thoughts are on this. Um, but we're just going to tell it how we see it. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, you and I are two guys, two men. So, you know, obviously we could come across the wrong way on this. But, you know, my perspective just as a marketer is, well, first I saw the photos. I maybe scantily clad, but I didn't think that they were anything like super shocking, um, to be honest. I mean, from things we've seen from brands in the past, it wasn't there was nothing that I saw where I was like, whoa, that is okay. You're pushing it a little bit. I didn't think there was anything, at least for me personally, that was shocking at all. And 
on the flip side of that, and this is where I'm just strictly talking from a marketing perspective, you're talking about Monster Energy. They're not a brand that is conservative. They're not a brand that's not going to push the envelope a bit. So what did everyone expect is kind of my question. Yeah, it's very much on brand. And here's a quick thing about Monster Energy. They are a $3 billion brand in the United States huge. selling more energy drinks than any brand other than Red Bull. Mm. So for me, I don't really see what the outcry is. There's always going to be dissenters, certainly on social media there. And shout out to Monster Energy. One thing that Mitch Covington did say is Monster has always been about racing and girls, and that won't change. It first started in NASCAR with Robbie Gordon back in 2009. Our models today were conservatively dressed compared to what they had back then. And one thing that stood out is previously Sprint was a sponsor and they had the girls wearing fire suits in Victory Lane. And for me, you they're very similar to Ring Girls and they have a certain cachet and really it all comes down to attention. So the attention that we, that these models would get in the fire suits versus being more on brand for Monster, they're going to get way more value out of their sponsorship in an authentic way that resonates with their audience doing things the way they are. I have no issue with what Monster's doing because, like you said, Brian, these aren't that risque outfits. We've all seen way worse on TV. So for me, this is this is almost just business as usual. Yeah, you know, and I mean, I think if anybody's been to a sporting event before, you know, any NFL game that has, um, you know, cheerleaders or dance teams or whatever, they've, I mean, honestly, these the Monster Girls are more covered up than most of those dance teams. So I don't know. I Look, Maybe maybe that some of the NASCAR crowd is a bit more conservative than the general population. I, maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe I'm you know looking into it differently, but I don't know. Again, I just think it's um it's kind of funny, but at this you know that that there is a deal about it. I just I don't think that there was anything that was so outrageous that there's it's bizarre we're even having a conversation about it. To be honest, that's my perspective. Um, but at the same time, strictly talking from a marketing PR perspective, it's still great for Monster. Guess what? They're in the headlines. Even if people don't agree with the girls they use and what they're addressing, guess what? Headlo- Awareness is the most important thing when it comes to branding and PR. So Monster wins either way. Whether you like it, whether you don't like it, Monster's winning. The first thing that I thought of when I saw this is it says so, on social media by fans. These people aren't fans. These can just be trolls. Mm-hmm. There's people out there who just want to spit hate or or don't like everything. Every brand and situation isn't for everyone. But, of course, it's the negative noise that makes the loudest stuff as opposed to everyone who's like, oh, you know what? I really enjoyed the Monster Energy Girls. No, very few people are going to yeah. write that that headline it's on true. ESPN there. So, for me, I take this with a grain of salt because anytime I hear negative criticism for something that isn't obvious right out of the gate – um, I don't put much uh, stock into. No, you know what? It's funny because I have a personal anecdote on this from a week or two ago. I was traveling. Actually, I was coming back, uh, going to the National Sports Forum out in uh, Minnesota, and I was flying Delta, and I'm not anti-Delta at all. I fly them all the time. They're usually pretty decent. Um, flights, flight was delayed. It wasn't for weather. It was like 17 different reasons. Oh, it's mechanical. Oh, now we need this. Oh, now the pilot has to go up now, you know, and we got delayed for like six or seven hours. It's unfortunate. Look, I know that it happens. It happens all the time. I'm also self-aware enough and understand enough that most of those delays are not because of weather. It's because infrastructure problems. It's because corporate problems. It's because they're, you know, understaffed, overbooked over like 
it's mostly problems that could be fixed outside of some weather things. Um, and again, my flight wasn't delayed for weather. They tried to do a good job. Say, hey, sorry guys, like come here, like come up to the front. You could get a you know one of the snack boxes. Well, first of all, you're like, well, how many hundreds of dollars am I paying for this flight? And I get a three dollar snack box. But okay, fine, fair enough. And they gave it to me. And what I first thing I noticed was on the box it says, you know, our apologies for the delay. Thanks for your patience. And I was like, at first I was like, okay. But then I went, wait a minute. You're you and I know how marketing works. You're telling me that. Your creative team and agency and production team or whatever thought that, hey, we have so many problems and so many delays. Let's make boxes where we call it out, print it on there as an apology so that you can have them on, you know, right there on the side. So as soon as, oh, hey, here you go. Here's our apology box. And I was like, that's not a good thing. That's a bad thing. That means that it's the industry is so complacent that they're just like, ah, we have so many problems. We might as well just make, you know, sorry boxes. And it's the equivalent to me of ordering flowers for your wife at the end of every week on a Friday because you know you're going to screw up some way. Instead of going, how can I not screw up and do better? It's like, ah, I have, the, you know, the flower shop's got my credit card on file. And every Friday they send a sorry note to my wife. Oh, sorry, I was, an, you know, a bad husband this week. It's the same thing, guys. Like, can't you figure it out? I posted that in like a long format post on Facebook. And I got into a bunch of details. I It was insane, dude. Like 80% hate. Hundreds of comments. People, It blew up. It was one of the biggest posts I blew up. People are like... You, you, you just want, you know, speed over safety and all this. I'm like, guys, it's not at all what I'm saying. They're like, they're trying to do a good thing. You're just a hater. And I'm like, no, I'm not a hater. You're the hater. And I was like, guys, and at the end, I talked about how to like think differently to be positive. People crapped all over it. I'm like, wow. It just shows you exactly what you're saying, that most people online that will comment like that, they want to hate something. They'll find anything to hate about it and they'll post about it. So like, I'm like, I'm trying to give some advice on like branding and you want to like, tell me that I want people to die in a plane crash. Like you're insane. And I think it's the same thing with monster where it's like, okay, so some girls are dressed up in not even that scantily clad outfits, but it's from monster energy. It's at a NASCAR race. It's a sporting event. A who cares? But they got to find their thing to bring their pitchforks out on. That's so it's you're going to get you're right. You're going to get that everywhere from like the stupidest stuff, a box from an airplane to like women dressed up, um, you know, who are probably very professional, very smart women. Like, come on. It's so ridiculous to me that this is even a conversation, but it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Everyone loves to, to throw the spew the hate online. It's crazy. All right, Brian, time for the takeaway. And for me, I'm very big advocate of listening to your audience and your consumers. But at the same time, I have a different voice when it comes to negative criticism that comes. If it's warranted, sure, you can take it. But oftentimes, especially with the way that social media has evolved, there's so much just unnecessary negativity out there that I don't let that drown me out because I'm a positive person. So I don't put a lot of stock into when people give me negative stuff. Same. I I'm actually flipped it. I get really amped up when people give me negative feedback. I love, I love it. I actually enjoy it to some extent, but seriously though, but this is the big caveat. Like you said, if it's warranted, if somebody's telling you doing a bad thing or a bad job, you got to listen to it. But if it is just like trolly hate, like, you know, for this or, you know, my, you know, my face so closed, who cares? I encourage it. Go ahead. Again, there's no negative press. More pe- You're commenting and you're complaining. All the people in your newsfeed are seeing my stuff now, so it's good for me. Like, again, but with the caveat of if it's warranted and if it's legit, then take it into consideration. If it's not, I, I just have fun with it.
And time for today's action item. Guys, we want to hear your thoughts on this story. Are you offended at all by Monster Energy? Do you think Monster did the right thing? Hit us up on social media. Let us know.